come, Lord Jesus, come. I speak in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. I have a habit that I picked up from one of my very favorite people, Bishop Scott Barker, who was the rector of the first church I served. At the beginning of our weekly staff meetings, after opening with prayer, Bishop Barker would always ask this question, where have you seen God this week? Where have you seen God this week? And no matter what had gone wrong, no matter how worried I was, I could always find evidence of God's love, of God's hand in the world and in our lives together. And now that I'm rector, the vestry can tell you that I begin most of our meetings in the same way, and I do it with most any group I meet with. Where have you seen God at work in your life here at All Saints? recently? This is such a grounding question. Whenever a group is eager to get down to the business at hand, eager to grind through whatever agenda we've devised, anxious about our finances, our building, our future, we first begin where we ought to begin. How is God at work here now? And of course, we can always find an answer to the question. And asking and answering that question allows us to find hope, no matter what else is going on in our lives. And though we often refer to Advent as a season of preparation and waiting, which it is, I think it is primarily a season of hope. But the readings for this morning, the first day of our new liturgical year, the first Sunday of Advent, wouldn't necessarily make you think that. They are, well, a bit gloomy, even shocking, as they always are early in Advent. In the apocalyptic gospel reading, Jesus warns that there will be signs in the heavens and on earth that are alarming. But, Jesus says, these signs are like new leaves on a tree. They are signs of new life, signs that the kingdom of God is near. And the reading from Jeremiah comes from the midst of exile. Israel has been conquered, the temple destroyed, the leaders sent into exile in Babylon, far, far away from their beloved home. Yet Jeremiah shares this promise from God. I will cause a righteous branch to spring up for David. Judah will be saved, and Jerusalem will live in safety. Even as the people grieve in exile, God promises that the great tree of David is not destroyed. A new branch will spring up. There will be new life, even in the midst of destruction. And so, even though our readings today speak of the terrors and chaos and destruction that we all experience in our own lives, 
they also promise that this is not the end and they encourage us to live into the hope, the dream that God has for each one of us. When Tracy and I bought our house here on Alabama Street, we also acquired a huge yard to go with our little Victorian house. It has lots of trees and border gardens, and they are filled with hostas and peonies and black-eyed Susans and a bunch of other stuff I can't identify. One summer night, we had friends over for dinner who are great gardeners, and we walked them around our yard asking them to help us identify the various plants and bushes and trees. Right in the middle of our yard are two, well, trees is a generous word, shrub is too small of a word, but we like them because they break up our too large yard that requires too much mowing. But our friends took one look at them and scornfully dismissed one. That's nothing, one of them said. That's an invasive, chop it down. We hesitated because, well, it sort of looked like a tree. But eventually we got some guys in to take care of our out of control yard and we asked them to take out that invasive shrub, tree, whatever, which they did. But within a week, that thing had sent out runners. And there were these little trees popping up two, three, four feet away from where it had originally stood. So I cut them down. They came back. I got out big pruning shears and I hacked them off at the ground. They came back again. I started digging away at the ground. They came back. You get the idea. Now, I'm sure this spring, more runners will have been sent out, more shoots will appear in the yard. And while this is discouraging for a beginning gardener like myself, it is also a sign and symbol of how God works. Out of destruction, the people of God spring up again. Out of ruin, new life. Just when you think it's all over, the world filled with violence shootings at schools and clinics and peaceful protests and in Paris. Just when you think it's all over, the world is filled with fear. Don't let them into our country. We're going to have to crack down on our civil rights if we're going to be safe. Just when you think it's all over, as we enter a season that reminds too many of us of what's hard and sad in our own lives. just as we face all those signs that we too are in a kind of exile, living in a world that seems hopelessly lost, devoid of the holy, just now, just now, we enter Advent. And we are reminded that new life stirs that this is the season when we remember the coming of a baby hope of the world. This is the season when we also await that baby who first came in humility, coming again in glory as king to redeem, to save us all.
And our job, our job in this season of preparation, of waiting, of hope, our job is to look for the green shoots. Look for the runners sent out from what we thought was dead to look for where God is already at work in the world and in our lives. Jesus tells us that we are to be on guard, not letting our hearts be weighed down with too much frivolity nor too much anxiety so we might be ready for him, so we might see the signs that the kingdom of God is breaking in to our tired, too sad world. During this season, we are to be detectives of hope, discoverers of joy, sleuths of holiness. And when we see signs of violence and destruction, as we surely will, we are to stand up and raise our heads, Jesus says, and remember that our redemption draws near. It is easy, beloved, to be overwhelmed by the world. It is easy in this season to be distracted by those who manufacture bright but fleeting joy. Instead, cast away the works of darkness, put on the armor of light, get out your magnifying glasses, Look for shoots of new life. Be detectives of love and hope. For we live in certain knowledge this Advent that Emmanuel, God with us, is coming, has come, will come again. So look. Pay attention. Where, beloved, is God acting in your lives? Now.